my ten turns to seven. Jesus, Jesus looked at us and said, For mortals it is impossible, but not for God. For God is all things possible. Amen. Amen. These are our sacred stories. <laughs> Good morning. My, my name is Sterling, and I'm in the ninth grade. I've been coming to Covenant my whole life. If we have not met, we need to fix that. As a professional teenager, my life is all about limitations. I have a curfew, my parents monitor, my online presence, and my performance at school is measured on a four-point scale. And I'm expected to get what needs to be done, done. My life is nothing but limits. Today's scripture lesson is about the absence of limitations. Throughout my life, God has been a constant presence, especially in this church where I see everyone as a part of God. God's love is without limits. I think I've got a good handle on that part. Today, but it's entirely different to say that all things are possible for God. Rosie read today's passage, for mortals it is impossible, but not for God. For God, all things are possible. Seriously? I've had to think hard about that statement for this proclamation. The first place I went to is the Bible. You know, the one that you guys gave me when I turned 10. Um, I read the verse in the context of the chapter it appeared in. I suspect you all know this story well, so I'll give you the high point. A rich man walks up to Jesus and asks about how he can get into heaven. Jesus asks him to sell all of his possessions, then he tells his disciples it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to get into heaven. Now from the perspective of a high schooler, this would be like me asking my Spanish teacher, what is going to be on the final? And he's saying, Arabic. <laughs> that would be impossible because yo no hablo Arabic. Back to our story in Mark. <laughs> the overall message in this passage is that you don't need to earn your way into heaven because it would simply be impossible for you to earn your way. Rather, through God's grace, it is given. It is not hard to be overwhelmed by the big problems in the world, gender inequality, world hunger, and the civic garbage patch. These are problems that are so big they feel impossible to me. I bet there are problems you will have on your list as well. Take a few seconds to think about what's on your list. Are you like me? Do you feel like none of these can be solved? Do you feel like there's nothing you can do that would make a difference? Then I'm here to remind you that enormous problems are made incrementally better every day by people with a little faith that nothing is impossible with God. A little faith and a lot of hard work. Both gender and racial inequality are not new issues. But the fact is, that there's still so much progress to be made, it's disheartening. 
it is important to take a step back and look at the bigger picture to see where progress has been made and to let it inspire us to keep working. For instance, suffrage is an example of a problem that we need to work more on, even though it has been made better. Over 150 years ago, only a fraction of adults could vote. The Congress passed the 15th and the 19th Amendments, guaranteeing persons the right to vote regardless of their race or gender. The leaders who championed universal suffrage had faith and tenacity to persevere these challenges. There is more to be done to protect the suffrage of everyone at the polls, but we have come a long way. I'm not sure suffragists and suffragettes were the kind of mere mortals referenced in the Book of Mark, but with God, nothing was impossible. As Susan B. Anthony famously wrote, failure is impossible. As people of faith who wish to see change, we cannot do everything. We should do something in the face of these overwhelming problems. With God, everything is possible. Before I begin, I would like to say that my sister wrote this, but she couldn't be here today, so I have to read it. Um, when I heard about the theme Limitless, I wasn't sure what to say. I'm still figuring out what I think about this universe, but it did remind me of someone my dad talks about a lot. Thich Nhat Hanh. And I thought I'd share this quote with you from his book, Limitless Life. I see that this body, made of four elements, not really me, and I am not limited by this body. I am the whole of the river of life, blood, and spiritual ancestors that has been continuously flowing for thousands of years, and flows on for thousands of years into the future. I am one with my ancestors and my descendants. I am life that is manifest in countless different forms. I am one with all species, whether they are peaceful and joyful, suffering and afraid. I am present everywhere in this world, I have been present in the past and will be there in the future. The disintegration of this body does not touch me. Just as when the petals of the plum blossom fall, it does not mean the end of the plum tree. I see that I am like a wave on the surface of the ocean. I see myself in all the other waves, and all the other waves in myself. The manifestation or the disappearance of the wave does not lessen the presence of the ocean. My Dharma body and spiritual life are unborn and undying. I'm able to see the presence of myself for this body manifested and after this body is disintegrated. I'm able to see the presence of myself outside of this body, even in the present moment. 80 or 90 years in is not my lifetime. My lifetime, like that of life of the leaf or of the Buddha, is immeasurable. I'm able to go beyond the idea that I am a body separate from all other manifestations of life, through time, and space. 